And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. On the phone line with me today is the Reverend Jonathan Shishko. Hey, Dan. Hey, Jonathan. It's great to have you here. Our listeners are familiar with your dad. His name is uh, Pastor Bill Shishko. And uh, we have the privilege today of uh, talking with you on the phone line. And uh, I'm excited about it because it's not that often that we get a chance to talk with a young man who uh, is is really not that long out of seminary. You're an ordained uh, minister of Word and Sacrament, and you're very young. And uh, I'm just very excited about that, to see what God is doing in your life. To get us started, Jonathan, I'm just wondering if you would share with the listeners um, where God has led you to and what church you're pastoring. Yes, sir. Um, I am. It is really exciting for me as well. I uh, grew up in New York, uh, first in Franklin Square and then in Malvern, New York. Always was a member of the church that my father pastors, the Orthodox Presbyterian Church in Franklin Square, and um, desired to pursue the ministry over ten years ago by this point. And I went to the session, the overseers of that flock in Franklin Square, and. Uh, let them know of my desire, and um, one thing led to the next. I got married during those 10 years. Uh, we began our family. Our first son, whose name is Caleb, was born during that time, and then we really did pack up and move to South Carolina to go to seminary for three years at uh, Greenville Presbyterian Theological Seminary, and uh, about two years into that, we began to do what every seminarian begins to do in their last year, which is to look for where their next stop is in God's providence. And it was all kinds of wonderful that a position opened up for to intern at a church plant. Franklin Square had actually planted in Queens. Mm. And uh, in Queens, New York, that had been our prayer throughout, was to return to New York, even to return to the presbytery that sent us. And the Lord worked all of those things out, and we were able to come back, and we have been uh, in Queens since then. We lived in Jamaica, Queens when we moved back, and now we live in Oakland Garden, Queens, and the church throughout that time has been meeting in a public school in Fresh Meadows, Queens. Oh, that's wonderful. Probably our listeners understand this, but, um, you know, if you have a map program and type in Queens, New York, you'll see that this is a, is a very... Um, Highly populated area, thousands upon thousands of people uh, live in this area, and there you are <laughs> in Fresh Meadows, Queens, and uh, the Lord is using you to minister to people. Yeah, it's a remarkable place. I mean, it's easy enough to say New York City, but um, really, if you break apart the five boroughs and look at Queens and Brooklyn and Manhattan as distinct cities, uh, they would and the Bronx. They, all four of them would be in the top five greatest cities by population. I mean, they're just ginormous when it comes to people. Queens is well over two million people, and and I think probably what we appreciate the most about it is it is arguably the most diverse area on the entire planet. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really, I mean, we we used to pray by saying, you know, Lord, um, you call every nation and tongue and tribe. Well, and back where we're from, there's every nation, tongue, and tribe. So, uh, yes. you know, we get to do foreign missions right from our doorstep, which is really exciting. Yes. Well, this is uh, very interesting that you're um, so engaged in the Christian ministry, and like I said before, you're relatively young, 
But that doesn't mean you're immature, and God has called you to a work. Now, um, we have just a couple of minutes before our break. Maybe you can tell us, um, you are married. How long have you been married? And um, I think you mentioned you have one child. Uh, yeah, by now we have three. Three uh, children, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been married since 2004. So uh, this year, August, will be nine years, and next Wonderful. year will be ten. Yes. Actually, it's coming up August 14th is our our nine-year anniversary. Uh, thanks for the reminder. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, and now we have I have a six-year-old son named Caleb and a three-year-old daughter named Kate. And then my baby boy is uh, coming up on two years in October, Ethan. So oh. we've, um, the Lord's blessed us and has added to our family throughout the year. Yes. So very, very happy. Well, in our tradition, um, faith tradition, we, we call these covenant children. Amen. And yes, um, there is such a richness uh, associated with that. Uh, we could uh, have a whole a plain answer on that alone, but it's just a, just a wonderful thing. Now, uh, we're going to take a very short break. Today we're talking with the Reverend Jonathan Shishko, who is the son of Pastor Bill Shishko. And so many of our listeners have heard him on proclamation here on Redeemer Broadcasting. We're talking about a new church plant that is in the Queens, New York area. On the other side of the break, we'll discuss more details about that church plant and how the Lord is using uh, young Jonathan Shishko right there in Queens, New York. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with our program in just a minute. Now a reminder that your gifts to this ministry enable us to bring you thoughtful, Christ-centered programming 24 hours a day. Would you prayerfully consider helping us with a tax-deductible gift this month? Redeemer Broadcasting is a 501c3 not-for-profit broadcast ministry. We're entirely listener-supported and have no advertisements. If you would like to help support us this month, and perhaps in the future, our mailing address is Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Once again, Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Stay with us now for the second half of our program. And welcome back. You're tuned to A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. On the phone line with me today is Pastor Jonathan Shishko of Queens, New York. We've been talking about a church plant in his community. And Jonathan, I'm just wondering if you can uh, now 
tell us a little bit about your church plant there in Queens, New York. Uh, how long has the church existed, and how the Lord is blessing the ministry? Sure. Um, the church is actually coming up on uh, four, its four-year birthday in September. Mm. So um, it was begun by the OPC in Franklin Square, and it actually began while I was in seminary. It was uh, led by and uh, Pastor Brad Herzog, mm-hmm. who uh, is a church planter, and he um, led the congregation to uh, the point where it was financially able to actually call me as an intern, which is how I came on board with the church. When he began, I believe there was about 30 people, and really just through the interactions of those people and those people knowing other people and other family members is how uh, over the the four-year period it's grown. And I believe that everybody from the core group is still involved with the church. Mm. And, you know, I think that's just a marvelous testimony to, uh, of course, God's grace, but also to uh, Pastor Brad's, uh, Pastor Brad Herzog's uh, abilities. And and, uh, it's just really a, a thrill to see that people that are far more committed to the gospel and seeing it go forth than to any individual cause. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I'm going back to a theme we've touched on a couple times already, and that is uh, you're, you're a young man, and God has called you to a ministry. And I'm thinking that there's any number of young people who may be tuned into the broadcast today or else uh, hearing it on online, and they, they, they themselves are going through a process of of seeking the Lord's will, and where does the Lord want them in this life? And um, this is um, something that's very fresh, something that's very uh, right right here, right now. Uh, you, you've, you've gone through uh, uh, that searching yourself. You're pretty much fresh out of seminary. I think you were ordained uh, December of 2012. And so um, uh, this is how it works. This is a wonderful example of how God works in the lives of his people. And um, I don't know, what are some of the experiences you've had to go through as a young pastor? There's got to be plenty of challenges maybe that some of us older folks don't even think about. Well, yeah, I mean, um, I think certainly as uh, a young person, and of course, you know, I I myself am a covenant youth. I grew up, there wasn't a day where I was that my father wasn't a pastor, so I I was a lifelong member of uh, the OPC in Franklin Square, and you know, I, I think it's it's really interesting. It, you need to uh, learn how to listen, and, and what's interesting is as a faithful covenant youth, that's how you're obedient, is by listening. And mm-hmm. uh, what what's, I guess, interesting about this point is that now I'm a leader, which certainly doesn't mean I don't listen. It means I listen even more. <laughs> and, and yet, the extent of your obedience and faithfulness doesn't stop with listening because I'm I'm by calling supposed to instruct and direct and and lead others and mm-hmm. uh, in some ways help other people to to listen and um, that's been an enormous challenge because at this point my instinct is still to sort of just listen and say okay you know what do I do now mm-hmm. and, and instead it's actually uh, people coming to me and saying hey what do we do now <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, you know, you're always listening in the Christian faith. I, I use that to explain difficult concepts to just about anybody, you know, when it comes to submission or these words that have sometimes a negative connotation. Uh, I submit as anybody else, at least I better. Mm-hmm. And um, at the same time, that has been really a massive change um, in my own life and makeup, and even with my own comfort level, I'm actually 
very comfortable taking sound advice and listening. Um, yes. But the Lord has blessed that, and you know, I I tell my I, I enjoy working with the people and and saying, you know, we are confessional. We believe in the Westminster standards. We hold to them. We think it's important for a church to be confessional, but we should be the ultimate chapter and verse people. I mean, yes. we we believe in sola scriptura, the Bible alone, and if we can't defend what we're saying from the Bible, then maybe we shouldn't be saying it. And um, I think that's been tremendously helpful. I know it's been helpful for me, and it's been helpful for the people, um, just to say, look, uh, in a sense, all I am is a mailman. I deliver the mail. I deliver the message from God's Word. And where it doesn't speak, I don't have any right to speak. But where it does speak, I need to speak. Otherwise, I'm not being faithful. Mm. That's just kind of a transparency, and, you know, that's very much helped by uh, the fantastic elders uh, that work with me. And, um, you know, I, you know I, it's interesting. As a young man, when people that love you uh, disagree with you or have a criticism of you, it's very hard to take. And yet it is also the most helpful, is always the most helpful thing. And uh, I, I'm just very thankful for people that don't yes me but um, speak their mind to me even when um, it's a criticism. So it's yes. and, and, you know, it just really reminds you to be humble. And uh, <laughs> I remind myself regularly, Jesus doesn't, he doesn't need me. I'm not quite sure why he didn't choose angels to be ministers, but he chose to make uh, sinful, fallible men to be preachers of his word. And uh, I'm, that, that's a very humbling thought, and it just... Is a constant good reminder, you know, when someone has something to say, listen to them. And even if you don't agree with them, listen to them. Yes. What about this uh, special outreach that you have there? Um, people may not realize that the OPC, it sounds so formal and it sounds almost scary, is uh, really into missions. It's really into winning people to Jesus Christ and evangelism. And um, uh, you have something going called a barbecue Q&A. Could you describe what that is and how that's going for you there? Sure, yeah. You know, the Orthodox Presbyterian Church, the OPC, I, I've been a part of it and always never had a reason to leave and never wanted to. And uh, I just I tell people, you know, the Orthodox Presbyterian Church, it's kind of like um, an older, very experienced father. And yeah, there's sort of scary things about it, and you kind of approach with reverence, fear, and whatever else, but you really glean from the, you know, over 75 years of experience, and, and uh, but you're right, it does sound like an awfully formal denomination <laughs> title, but it is very concerned with missions, and they're always um, involved with worldwide outreach and foreign missions, so uh, we, at Re- Reformation Presbyterian Church, the church plant, is, uh, we regularly speak about the reality that we're missionaries in New York City, and that's true, not just of me as a pastor, or of Gene and Steve as elders, but um, of all of the members, in one way or another, they're missionaries. They're, they're ones that God has here, um, has sent ones to those around us, and uh, that's what missionary means. So they're missionaries to New York City. Barbecue and A is a constellation of lots of different needs, uh, kind of an amalgamation of lots of different feedback from the actual congregation. Um, in which we secure space in New York City for as many people as we can possibly invite. Mm. And the way we do that is by paying $25 per week. It's the cheapest rent in New York City by far. (laughs) Uh, $25 a week 
to the New York City Parks Department, and we have uh, Cunningham Park Picnic Area Purple. And uh, what we do, and uh, Cunningham Park's right off of Francis Lewis Boulevard, and what we do is we, we cook up a storm. Our people bring all kinds of side dishes and desserts and everything else we could uh, want for a feast. And we feed anybody that wants to come for a wonderful free meal and dessert. And then that meal time and feasting time is followed by a 10 to 15 minute sermon, which is focused on Jesus Christ and the gospel. And then that time is followed by as long of a Q&A as anybody uh, would like, just, you know, until the questions run dry. We've found in being missionaries to New York City that a lot of people are not so much opposed to Christianity as they are simply confused about it, or they just really don't know anything about it. So this is our opportunity in a public way to not only give of our gifts by feeding uh, those around us in love, but also answering any questions, because we're just not ashamed of the gospel. We're thrilled to talk about it. Yes. Um, Well, this sounds wonderful, and uh, this is meeting at Cunningham Park, the picnic area. I guess there's a color to the different picnic areas, and yours is purple? Yes, but I will say that it's, uh, you know, nothing's easy in New York City. It's uh, <laughs> hard, hard to find. I would say um, anybody that's interested should go to our website. That's um, www.refres.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, com, And uh, it's right there on the homepage along with a, a video that one of our very talented members made uh, based on last year's. Okay. Uh, get together. And then just anybody, anytime related to this or not related to this, uh, my email is very simple, john at com, And uh, I'm always happy to get email, john at com. So if it's uh, about how to get there, about how to join us or something else, uh, anything at all, just happy to answer any email at any time. Well, I'm excited about what the Lord is doing with your church and what uh, the Lord is doing with your outreach to the people of New York City. Um, this um, BBQ&A, Barbecue Question and Answer, it stands for, is fantastic. It meets in a New York City park, Cunningham Park. Um, uh, it's a free meal, great food. Uh, you've got a 10 or 15-minute sermon, and then you've got Q&A that follows. Now, do people take advantage of the Q&A? Oh, yeah. It's really, uh, you know, another wonderful thing about New York. People speak their mind, and, and they like to speak their mind, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, I should also mention we have child care. We have, you know, different games for the kids. If we understand they're not going to, at a park, want to be sitting through uh, all this question and answer. But, yeah, people mm-hmm. have all kinds of questions that range from, you know, what's the difference between the Catholic Bible and the Protestant Bible to, uh, you know, how can we trust the Bible as a holy book to, um, you know, really far out questions at points. You know, does God have a sister? Is uh, It's just really amazing the sort of questions you get, and, and uh, I love questions because they're just they're conversation starters and windows into people's minds. Mm, very, very true. Now this, um, I know we're focusing on it a lot, but it just fascinates me, this BBQ&A, the next time it meets is when? August 18th will be the first barbecue and a of 2013, and then it will continue on the next week, August 25th. And then it doesn't meet around the holiday, but we'll be back on September 8th and September 15th. 
Oh, that's wonderful. So we'll uh, go over these uh, before the end of the program today. But if people have a question for Jonathan and you, they want to get a hold of you, your email address is just simply John. Uh, is it J-O-N or J-O-H-N? Just John, J-O-N, at com. R-E-S-P-R-E-S.com. Okay, and I'm going to say it here one more time. J-O-N at R-E-F-P-R-E-S dot com. And uh, any question for Jonathan Shishko, and uh, maybe you want to check out his church. It's there in Queens, New York. And uh, if you're looking for a serious church that takes the Bible seriously and yet has a wonderful evangelical outreach and uh, just a blessed understanding of covenant children, a certain richness of the historic Christian faith, uh, this would be a wonderful, wonderful outlet for you. And uh, Jonathan, it's uh, it, it's wonderful. Um, let's um, talk about your elders really quick behind their backs. No, I'm just kidding. But um, the the idea of elders, uh, a number of church bodies has elders, and uh, I just I just love the concept of elders. Um, it's not a one man show. The pastor is is not like. Um, the Pope, as it were, over a bunch of people. And I don't say that in a negative sense, or like the big honcho, but you, you have these uh, elders. Uh, I think the names of yours are, are Gene and Steve. Yes, sir. And uh, tell us what, in general, without any secrets, but what, what, are you, what do your elders do there for the church? Well, yeah, they are just absolutely indispensable as as really any I think any member of the church would be able to explain why um, and they we meet um, regularly usually monthly face to face but throughout the month um, really any time any day they're there for questions and concerns and guidance and um, you know what's amazing is, is that you know they're very as you would expect I mean we hold the qualifications in First Timothy 3 to be very serious, and so you're not working with um, immaturity in any sense. So I, I think what's amazing is, like, I, I don't remember a time where we, like, really disagreed on, on anything, but what's so helpful is just the, the measure of biblical wisdom that and discretion, you know, how will this be, it's a great question. How will this be perceived? I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but how would that be perceived right. to do that right now? Or um, what kind of a precedent is this set for the future? I'm not saying it's wrong, but um, you know it's within our biblical right to do it. But what kind of a precedent is that set? Right. Um, along with just you know having having those people that you know I, as anybody could imagine, you know past, pastoral issues are are very complicated mm. and not. Not easy always. It's hardly ever easy. Sometimes it's almost um, just impossible to to figure out well what is the right course of action mm. in this situation, and to have other men that give of their time and prayer life to talk you through things and tell you when to slow down and uh, be really just be there and say hey you know we're all in this and to say this is not John Shishko making a decision. This is the session. And that, right. that's, I mean, we, just for instance, we just this past week we switched to um, unleavened bread and the Lord's Supper. That's like a very uh, minor sort of thing. That's not like a, a massive issue or anything. But just to be able to say, you know, the session thought that this would be a good idea, and it's not 
you know, John Shishko's agenda that he's pushing through is just tremendous. And you know, I believe it's thoroughly biblical and a, and a multitude of counselors. Wisdom is not absent. It is present. And uh, just the reality, you see New Testament churches, and they all, there's always a plurality of elders. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Well, I see we're out of time already for this uh, interview today. Jonathan, I, I want to thank you very much for sharing your heart with the listeners and uh, any just uh, one-minute wrap-up thought uh, that you want to close with? Well, i just say keep us in prayer. I mean, I can't even begin. We need a two-hour show to go over all the challenges that a little tiny church plant in New York City faces. Um, we would love a building either to rent our own or um, to purchase one eventually. So I would just ask for listeners to be keep us in prayer about that and just uh any questions at all email me john at com. we'd love for anybody to join us either at the barbecue and a's coming up beginning on august 18th or or for any of our other events um and just keep us in mind in prayer and thank you for doing that That's yes wonderful. yes jonathan thank you so much and really quick question and suppose somebody wants to come to your church this sunday uh, where would they find you? Because you don't have a building yet. You're meeting in, a, I believe, a public school. Yes, it's public school, 173. I would say if you want to uh, come this Sunday, go ahead and send me a quick email, john at refpres.com. But we meet at public school, 173. It's uh, 17410 67th Avenue in Fresh Meadows, New York. And you can visit us at www.refpres.com. Oh, that's perfect. Okay, so it's public school, 173. Yes, in sir. Fresh Meadows, Queens, and uh, again, uh, contact Jonathan uh, via email. His uh, address is john, J-O-N, at refpres.com. That's also the address of their website. Check it out, www.refpres.com. Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us today here on A Plain Answer. My pleasure. Thank you. And a quick reminder to join us next week at this same time for another edition of A Plain Answer.